This week on Nintendo Main, we talk about the Animal Crossing Direct and other news. What's that? Puzzle League and Animal Crossing? Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 45. We're back from our haunting stories of last week. Welcome. <laughs> Uh, welcome. We're, we're, we're your hosts, uh, Trey Johnson. Jeremy, no longer a jack-o'-lantern Mikowski. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy, uh, uh old, old, yeah, rotten pumpkin Mikowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Starting off the November with, uh, with another podcast here to bring you, bring you the latest news and games and all that fun stuff like we normally do. So this is the for real. I think we're somewhere around our one year anniversary as far as when we started releasing stuff yeah. on a regular yeah, because it took me a while to figure out how to like host stuff. Because I was trying to do it for free, and that was difficult. I ended up just paying for it, which I'm glad I did. Because everything's a lot, a lot easier to do it to just pay for right, it. Right, it's a lot more streamlined, and you can make, you can get it to post for you and all that stuff, so you don't have to do it on your own. Just like the cool, it was like the best thing I figured out for Libsyn is that you can just click on stuff and it'll just post things for you, and you can tell it where to post it and all that, so you don't have to go around and. Put links on everything. We're getting close to our 50th anniversary, or not 50th anniversary, our 50th episode, like five more episodes. So we should try to do something cool for that. I don't know. Maybe we can record some stuff when you're here for the podcast event. Yeah. Maybe well, we can record be right some sort time. of live thing. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, quick quick news. Like if, you, uh, if you're in the Chicago area, I'm doing a DJ set at the uh, Madison next week. At, from like 11 to 1. Madison's a Wisconsin themed bar, but I'm going to DJ some video game music over there under the, under the Wart Radio title. So if you live in the Chicago area, come by and say hello. It'll be, it'll be fun. It's on November 10th at 11 o'clock. Hey, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So I already got the list together. I like, I put to, I put together my, my mix for it, but I won't say, I won't say what's on there, but I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I think I've gathered enough hit from the WRT radio episodes and, and other ones that I haven't played on there yet that are just personal favorites. So. Is it going to be a Thanksgiving themed episode? No, it's just going to be, I'm just going to play music that I like and hopefully that other people like it. It's like a bar DJ thing, so I'm not going to theme it as much. You know, I'm just going to play stuff that I think's good and hope that other Should people think people it's good. It. But you know, I made, I'd wanted to represent everything. You know, there's like, you know, so I have like a couple Mario songs and a couple Zelda songs. You know, so sure are you gonna have any sort of like uh, stuff there to interact with, like video game wise? Uh, it's still kind of up in the air, but I hope so. They said that they have like a bunch of systems laying around that they aren't using, but you gotta get a hold of some CRTs. Yeah, no, because because when they said they had TVs, uh, when they had uh, NESs, I was thinking like, well, yeah, we need CRTVs and like. We next need extra controllers. It's like I got a bunch of controllers, but I don't want somebody like running off of them or bringing over there. I don't know. You know, it became this whole other thing. Yeah, I have a, I have something stupid like twelve Nintendo controllers. I, think. I haven't counted, but I have a lot. I mean, I have. I know I have. I think I have five sixty-four controllers at least, and I think I have like six GameCube controllers. Actually, I might wow. have, actually I might have seven. I only have one <laughs> GameCube controller, man. That's awesome. Well, yeah. because I have, I had like four wired controllers. 
and I have three wave birds. So I have seven GameCube controllers. Why do you have three wave birds? I bought two, and one of my roommates left another one, so I have three. Oh, okay. One, one of them's actually missing a connector, so it's not a full wave bird. Like you can it, just it, swap it out when the batteries run out. I can, yeah. Well, the one that he like the one that he left actually works better than the one that I had, so I use his more than than my old one, like my original one. My original one, like the light doesn't come on on it anymore with the switch. Oh, so you don't know. So you don't know whether it's on or not. I mean, it works fine, but due to a Mario Kart related accident, <laughs> the light doesn't come on anymore. It's kind of a. <laughs> did you, did you throw your wayward? I might have. Uh, yeah, it was the Mario Kart <laughs> Mario Kart Wii related accident, but that game was really unfairly hard. So. The 150 pair mode. So you can understand why I threw the controller. It was some sort of like you had, I had to get like so many stars on like a a set of races to get a certain character and I was having a hard time doing it. And, you know, you get hit by the blue shell and other things and there's some very unfair stuff in that game. Rage quit. Rage quit. Yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't rage quit. I just think I just smashed the controller on the, on the couch and the, the light stopped working. It, the controller works fine, but the light went off. <laughs> that, that was funny. You just raged. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was unfair. Whatever happened was unfair, and that's what gets me angry. Well, it's over now, man. You'll it never is over. Have game again unless they release it. On yeah. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still have it. I think I actually, I think I have two copies of that game too of Mario Kart Wii. Another roommate left left his copy of it, so I have two of them. So in case I get mad and want to break a disc, I can because I have two of them. Not, not that I would do that. That's, yeah, that's... I don't know the effort behind that. <laughs> You'd have to, like, get up, walk over to the console, eject it. <laughs> if you were angry oh, enough, you could do that. Yeah, but at that point, you might hurt your console. You might, like, go for the gut, you know? Yeah. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Don't ever have a hammer sitting next to the Wii. <laughs> I was having a hard time with some sort of thing on... Uh, I forget what it was. It was. I was playing 3DS and I was getting mad at it the other day, and I like flicked the screen on it when I get mad. You know, I like flicked the top screen, and I think I would, like hit it. I like hit it a little bit harder than normal, and I'm like, oh, I thought I put a dent, but there's no dent there. <laughs> but you flick yeah. the screen. Oh, the poor 3DS. I flick, it, I, flick it, I flick it. I flick it with my finger sometimes. The top screen. If I get angry, not like really loud, not not hard, just enough like. You know, no, I know what I, you mean. Sometimes I make primitive noises and grunt. I know you do. Yeah, you, you stomp the floor. I, <laughs> I think it's downright primitive when I. <laughs> yeah the 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 monkey I'm noises. Kidding, the monkey noises came from uh from uh, Super Monkey Ball two. I remember that. Oh my god! <laughs> We'd be like, and you just, like those, stomp the floor. just playing through the the level, the actual levels, trying to beat all those, man. Yeah, I don't know how we got. Well, I think mostly you. It was mostly you, but I, I don't know how we got through all of, all of those. How through we got? How we got through that entire story mode? I bet I played game. some of those levels several hundred times. Yeah, I feel like I think like you beat probably eighty percent of them of the levels of those. So you had more patience than I did with that game, but it was fun to watch it. You know, have somebody to play through it. But those, yeah, but it those was, levels it was were really hard. Nice accomplishment to beat the AV level with the, just a the rotating AV. Oh yeah, whatever their logo was. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Yeah, the really hard levels. Jeez. If you are, uh, since I said we were in the Chicago area, we'll just mention it for a second, even though I said I wouldn't. The Cubs won the World Series, so that happened. That's the real. Only, the only reason I was saying it is just to to segue to a conversation we were having earlier that we didn't record that we should have recorded. 
was um, I was playing on my retro station earlier, and I was thinking about playing a King Griffey Jr. again because I, I have the cart for that, and I was going to play it and play like as the Cubs or something. But it'd be cool. That was that was a fun game. So I was I was thinking about popping it in, trying it again. That is a really fun game. Yeah, it is cool. I found I found actually found out later that it was a ripoff of another game though. Uh, All Star All Star Baseball, the arcade game, the SNK game, which I got on whatever the collection, the Volume One collection for Wii. I bought the disc for that, and it's on there, and it's pretty much the exact same game. Like they definitely were heavily inspired by that game. It has like the same like outlandish looking characters, and have them like break the bats with like when they get struck out and stuff like that. And it's like super arcadey, which is fine. But that game's really fun too. <laughs> so so I realized where the roots are from. And for and for all I know, there might be de- developers who worked on that game that worked on Ken Griffey Jr. You know, as what seems to be the case in video game world. That is like a very it. arcadey type of baseball game. You know, it's not yeah. Really like- a simulation kind of game so much. Yeah, but that's that's what made it so fun. That's why I got the game to begin with, you know? I mean, I didn't want to... Actually, that that game was sold to me over uh, over the Nintendo Power Hotline, which was pretty funny. The Whoever I was talking to, like, uh, was talking all about it. He's like, hey, what do you think about this game? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, you should get it. But that was why I ended up asking for it. I think I got it for my birthday. Yeah, because that was the birthday I got Ken Griffey Jr. and Super Metroid at the same time from different families. You were allowed to call the Nintendo Power Hotline? I did it a couple times, yeah, for certain codes. I I think I did it, like, maybe two or three times. But I did call, like, the counseling corner or whatever on Nintendo Power. My my mom let me call them. And whenever I called them for whatever I called them for, the guy was like, what do you think about Ken Griffey Jr.? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, it's really cool. Like, you should should play it, you know, like, because... It's fun, like they break the bats and they do all this stuff. And he like just gave me this whole spiel about it. And I'm like, okay, cool, that sounds nice. And then I ended up getting the game because of some You're Nintendo like, Mom, Power. Yeah. Since you let me make that twelve dollar phone call, now I want this game. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was that much. I remember calling them on two occasions. Actually, no, three times. I remember calling them three times. I, I called. I actually called them to ask for what the blood code was for Mortal Kombat One. I remember doing that. <laughs> Because they gave there, it to there was no blood code for Mortal Kombat One. That's what's funny about it. Because the Nintendo uh, version had uh, had like sweat, had like the gray blood and all that. Because they took it all out because of whatever. Anyway, like they right. they took they, 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 they took to verify your age to yeah. give you that code, right? No, there wasn't. Yeah, but there was no code. Um, Sega had a had a blood code, you know, where they had the blood removed and you had put a code in and then you could do the moves. But Nintendo like censored the game and altered. Even altered some of the finishing moves. Actually made some of them better, I thought. But, um, yeah, I called them and I was like, what's the blood code for Mortal Kombat 1? And the guy was like, you know, they went through a lot of trouble to take all the blood out of there. Like, why do you think they, do you think they'd actually try to put it back in? <laughs> is what he said. I'm like, okay. So that was my first Nintendo Power call. And I called them, I, I called them, uh, I called them a second time because the passwords for Super Empire Strikes Back were incorrect in the magazine. And I oh. called him, and I called him, and asked him what the actual passwords were, because the ones that they put in there were wrong. They didn't, they didn't work. So I called him out on that. And uh, I think the third time I called, asked for the code for Smoke and Mortal Kombat Three, because there was no internet, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> so because I wanted to play a Smoke, and they knew it. So there you go. Found the Smoke. <laughs> Found the Smoke code <laughs> from from Nintendo Power. Exciting stuff. 
But well, uh, I, I mean, I think that's pretty cool that you talk to Nintendo Power. I just never had that chance. I think I probably could have made that call, but I would have. The repercussions would not have been worth it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what how much it ended up costing, but I didn't feel like I talked to him that long. And it wasn't like the Simpsons jokes where like it's like incredibly, incredibly slow and you pay by the minute. You know, it's like an actual person I was talking to. But yeah, Ken Kirby Jr., that was an interesting game. Like they made there was a sequel to it on Super Nintendo and there was a sixty or no, maybe it was the sixty four one that had a second one that had a sequel. I think yeah, it's the sixty four one there were two. There were two of those. Which I didn't I didn't have any of those, but I played the Super Nintendo one and thought it was really great. I wanna say it, I think there were two two of them for the Super Nintendo. Oh, I thought that there were only two for the 64, but I may be wrong. There might have been a second Super Nintendo one. Because uh, I think I played both of them on the uh, Raspberry Pi emulator a few months ago. Oh, sure. Yeah, they're still pretty fun. The uh, You can do the, um, what's it, the, the Home Run Derby is pretty fun. Yeah, Home Run Derby is what I always played on that game. Ken Griffey Jr. looks looks pretty strange in the game. Yeah, he sort of like has some facial animations that show up in the cutscenes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it had that cool, uh, had that cool opener where like you see his, you see like his eyes and the reflection of his hat and all that, and the big like circle. It's like the, the big like uh, light reflection of his helmet. I remember that. They had the license to Ken Griffey Jr., but they didn't have the license to anybody else. So for some reason, they had like only part of the M- MLB license. I don't know how that works, but they had the numbers, but they didn't have the actual names of the characters. So you could go into the game and like name your team and you could make it current or whatever if you if you wanted to you could put all the all the regular guys in there but since i didn't know anything about baseball players when i was playing the game i made like comic book teams like i made a team that like where punisher was like a pitcher and there was like captain america and like all the all the marvel superheroes were on a team and we actually made a my my friend caleb and i we made like a joke team that was like all like you know cuss words and like funny. There was like uh, there was like pee fucker and like another guy and stuff like that that we put in there. And I ended up I ended up selling the game to my mom to like give to my stepbrothers later. And uh, <laughs> they and they played it like in front of and they saw that that team that we made and we got in trouble for it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> my mom was like, I didn't I know didn't you put all. She's, she's like, I didn't I didn't know you put all this stuff in here. I'm like, uh, yeah, I get, I did. Sorry, it was Caleb. I did, I did, I guess like I guess I forgot about it too, <laughs> you know. But yeah, she bought she like bought them off of me for like uh, whatever and gave them gave them to my stepbrothers for. She bought like NBA Jam and Stanley Cup and Ken Griffey off of me for like ten bucks a card or something like that one Christmas to give to them as gifts. So I was wow. like, oh yeah, cool, because I wasn't playing them anymore at the time. But those are my favorite sports games, and I think the only one I, I got back like GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> I think the only one I got back was uh, Ken Griffey. I don't think I have Stanley Cup or NBA Jam anymore, which is a shame. But yeah, Ken Griffey memories. Much, the, much... Uh, Nintendo's had the majority share of the Mariners up until recently. Yeah, yeah, we we talked about that. Isn't that like the according to their um, investors meeting? Isn't that like the reason that they made money was because they sold the Mariners this year? <laughs> it was part of like why they why they had oh why they were in, not in the red or whatever. Yeah, why they why they're not in the red. Well, that makes sense. Well, it was put in on their game. Or whatever. They talked about it. There was a Game Boy version of it, of Ken Griffey Jr. Was it Game Boy Color or just Game Boy? Game Boy straight up. It had Super Game Boy cap- compatibilities. Okay, so it came out in yeah, like 95-ish. 97. But they used the stats from the 96 season <laughs> for the 97 uh, version. Oh, right. Yeah, there was there was Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run was, was the sequel. 
for Super Nintendo. And it was developed by Rare also. It was a Rare game. Right, so there were two on SNES, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but one the of them second... is a lot better than the other. Yeah, the, I, I played the first one, the very first. Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball was the one that I played. But the Rare one might be good, too. I don't know. If I recall, good... that's the one we were playing more. But there were two 64 ones also. I was correct on that. Because there was Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest... And the you know, and Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. It's the other sixty four one, which I might try to track one of one of those down too. My friend Curtis had a copy of it, and I remember him playing it because they. I remember uh, they actually put they actually had Polygon people in the stands for that, which was a big deal. Like instead of just having like a flat picture of just lights like moving, you know, it had they actually put individual characters like in the stands, but there wasn't as many of them. But it looked like you know there were actually people there. Which is cool, but anyway, aside from a twenty-minute talk of uh, baseball <laughs> and, and whatever else we've been talking about, uh, what uh, what have you been playing this week? Did you get any new games? I have not gotten any new games. I've been trying I, to play uh, the ones like I played pretty far into Mario RPG. I've been taking my time with it, but pretty close sure. to the end. And I played a little bit of Eternal Darkness. It's as hard as I remember. It, it's kind of easy, but kind of. It's harrowing. Sure. Is it pretty tough? It's been a while since I played it. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard. It's definitely, it feels dated when you play it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's still got a fun little combat system. The puzzles are not that innovative, but they're cool. Yeah. I just remember... The, um, the magic system's where it's at. Because I just loaded up a save file. You know, I didn't start from the beginning. Because you, like, you use different runes, right, to... to yeah, I remember that because you can like kind of make your own magic spells, which is which is neat. Like depending on how right. you put things together and so whatever the chance are. That you find you can like find codex. They're called, I believe they're called. Codex. Yeah, no, they're called codex. To the, uh, the spells, but you can also like sequence them yourself. You lay the rooms out right. So each of the different whatever they're called tablets, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you can put a different amount. It's like five numbers. Sure. That's serious kind of. Creepy but cool stuff. Like it's like some real, like summoning kind of. Yeah, no, it's it is. It's cool. So yeah, I think that's to... probably my favorite part of that game. The sure, that's cool. If you remember, like if you're like casting a spell and you get hit, it like cancels the effect of it. So the more oh yeah, yeah. spell, yeah. So the longer it is, there's a good chance you're going to get hit. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's like the more powerful the the spell, the longer it takes for you to chant it. So you'll be fighting a boss, and you'll just about be at that point where it's finally through chanting, and you're about to cast a spell, and then you get hit. It's really yeah, <laughs> and then you don't get it. That sucks. There's no uh, save states available in GameCube games. Yeah, no, the there's not. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was having when I was playing like Doom sixty four and like Quake two. They don't. It's like you can't save at all. Like there's no there's no checkpoints. It's just you got to go through the whole. You got to go through the whole level and beat it, and then you can save after the level. You can only save in between levels, which is so like not how it was on the PC. But I guess that was how they wanted to do it for the sixty four. That's all you could. All the only way you could do it. So it makes it extra hard because some of those levels are pretty fucking long. I did completely forget that I beat Mario Sunshine. I yeah, I was gonna say didn't didn't you didn't you beat a game? I beat it. What was your uh, what was your star count on that? Uh, oh, man. 72. Oh man, did you make two hundred? No, I mean I've gotten most of the ones that are in the actual levels. So you have to go back and get the coin one, but yeah. a lot of that shits like the blue coins and the, the hub world stars. Yeah, which I the blue done. yeah the blue coins are annoying. I uh I forget where I was at. I think it was at one eighteen. 
I was either at like 118 or 119. Wow. No, never made it there. But I was on my very first playthrough, you know, like from when the game came out, I got it. But yeah, we'll we'll do an episode on that game eventually. I just need I need to have some time to play it, play it some more. But now that I have my re- kind of retro thing, strange play feeling, it on the retro uh, thing. It was a strange feeling, like watching that because I was like, I don't think I've seen the ending to this since the first time I beat it because I never really had any like intention to go back and play through it, and get more stars. I oh yeah, kind of stopped playing it. I think yeah. <laughs> some of those stars that you have to get are really annoying. Yeah, it's like that. I just don't want to go back and like, fuck around with it anymore. But now that I've beaten it again, I don't know. I just, it's kind of feeling like a different kind of rush of nostalgia because I was seeing an ending to a game that I haven't seen 15 years, 14 years, whatever. Yeah. It's a first beat. It. It's an interesting game in itself, I think. I mean, it was a kind of a weird direction after Mario 64 and a direction that they didn't really continue in after that, except for supposedly the new game is, is going to be more like it. Which look it looks... If you want to do a quick segue to that, did you read any of the fake leaks or the maybe real leaks or whatever about the about the Switch that came out this week? No, I've gotten pretty annoyed with leaks. Now that we know what it is, I'm kind of comfortable not getting too obsessive about it in January. Well, but it, it shows up in my feed, that's for sure. Yeah. No, it's just um, it was just saying, uh, you know, it was just somebody saying like, oh, these games are going to come out for it. it. It seemed like a lot of guessing. You know, I mean, you could guess and say this. They're like, oh, well, you know, all these Wii U games are going to be re-released for it as, like, a director's edition with, with like, some extra stuff. And they're saying that in the new Mario game that you're going to use new hats, like when I said, like, the crazy hat or whatever, the place uh. that, he, that he passed by that I saw in that video. And they also said that, like, some that the levels that you'll be able to run from, like, the levels will be connected in some way. There's a hub world, so but like the levels will actually be world, connected right? to each other, too. No, it's open world, but, like... You know, like how in Mario sixty four, like you walk through the castle and you go into you go into a picture and you go to a level, right? And then you and then you get a star and then you come out and now you're in the castle again. And if you wanted to go to a different level, you'd go to a different picture and jump into that picture. Like supposedly this one has like pathways connecting the levels that are inside of the hub world. Also, so like say you jump into a picture, you can find a secret passageway from like the snow level to like the the like haunted mansion level and it would take you from one to another i get saying that you can do stuff like that which sounds pretty cool oh that is sound cool. yeah where we're, we're still a hub world and there's still levels but within like level one you can find a passage to like level three like that type of thing and so the, so the levels would be connected also outside of the hub world so that sounded like an interesting thing that they'd probably do and and you know i'm, I'm for that if that ends up actually being a thing going back to that yeah it says like uh, yeah some levels will connect to it into each other a la banjo tooie <laughs> uh-huh. for, for example the ice hub might may have 2d level that connects you to the desert level there will be collectible unlock hat power-ups and access to new levels a la metal boots and 64 to sink blah blah, blah. two-player co-op with luigi will be possible with the joy cons is what they said in this supposed leak so the joy cons are that important i mean it makes i think we talked about this before but what i'm predicting here is i think the joy cons are going to be kind of like the wiimote nunchuck or they can be Especially because of that secret sensor that was on the bottom of it. Well, I guess you'd have to use it the other way then, right? Because one of them has like what kind of looks like the front of a Wiimote on the bottom of it. Right, for the pointer. 
Yeah. So I was wondering if there's some pointer control things. But it's on the bottom of the controller. I always thought it makes sense for the top, so then it'd be by the trigger. Because then you'd be able to emulate Wii games with Joy-Cons with both of them. And maybe there's a sensor bar on the on the system or something. Oh, I, I see know. what you mean. Yeah. So yeah, like, I see what I'm thinking. a special controller. Well, yeah, like... They don't have to make it backwards compatible with the Wii modes, which... Yeah, if you think if you think about it, yeah. Well, if you think about it, like the Wii U, the Wii U gamepad has a sensor bar built into it already, yeah. and that was when they did that. And this looks like it's a, it's basically a better version of Wii U is what they're going for. You know, a Wii it, a Wii U system that's actually portable that you can actually take Wii it U plus take it aside from like five feet away from your TV or whatever. So that it would, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if they put a sensor bar into the to the portal version of it. Because think about it, you take it apart, even if you take it apart, you put it on the kickstand, and you're in the and you're in the plane. Boom, you got your sensor bar right in front of you there, and you use the you know Joy Cons. It'd be pretty awesome if they did that. And well, where it like protrudes up over the edge, I think there might there must be. Something. Yeah, it also does when you put it in the case. It doesn't go all the way down. So, with, but when the when he's on the plane and he's playing with the Joy Joy Cons. You, be could, you could use Wii stuff in there too, and then that would be uh, it would allow you to do Virtual Console easy. And you know if they put some analog triggers on there too for the Joy Cons, then you got your GameCube handled also, and you could do the GameCube stuff. I don't know; it would it make more sense to me, you know, because then you don't have to like resell, continue to sell the Wii Motes. You can just like still sell Wii games or have Wii type games, but not with the Wii controllers, and they completely separate themselves with that. But they'll still have the motion functionality and all that. So and the pointer, that's what I'm thinking they're going to do with that. Well, I definitely expect a, a like deluge of GameCube remake bring those analog triggers back. Oh, sure. They would have to. I mean, that's their like one untapped resource right now. Well, they yeah, they did a remake of Wind Waker, but you didn't need the analog sticks for that. Analog oh, triggers. And um I think the only thing you really need it for is Super Mario Sunshine just because like you had to it cuz there were two separate buttons. Like if you held it, you could aim and and you know, you could aim in place and if you held it without clicking it, you could run and aim, you know, or you could run and shoot, which is like a big part of the game. And if you took that out, you wouldn't be able to do it. So, so I'm sure they're working on something so they could do some sort of Mario Sunshine re- remake or HD re-release or whatever, or just re-release it. I don't know. That's gonna be so sad for me because I'm not gonna want to play it. Yeah, oh yeah, because you already you already played it. Yeah, it won't be new to me because it, lo- it already looks fantastic. Thank you. Sure. It's just a little muddy on my HD screen. Yeah, there's some other stuff in there about like carts like how the cards will work like to where you can like download stuff from other people's systems i guess in the in the leak or whatever it's yeah it says a uh, nintendo switch will support nfc id cards industry first the card would allow you to easily download content from your friend's personal device allowing you to get anything from new characters to digital games download three shop speculated this will minim- minimize the potential battery drain while using nintendo switch so stuff like that and they were also wow. saying that they were going to try to do some sort of thing with uh, with stores where you could trade in your old Wii U games and get Switch games for, like, less or free. I don't know. I don't see it being free, but I don't know. Some sort of trade-in, which they do anyway when new systems come out, like GameStop kind of does stuff like that. But that, that'd be interesting, I guess. I don't like to trade in my games or sell my games if I don't have Not to. Anymore. I did Probably that. We've learned through our life. Yeah. Well, I went through that. I mean, I had that awful time where I sold a lot of my Super Nintendo games, which we talked about, which still sucks. But I'm hoping my plan is to not do that again. That was an awful experience, and I don't want to do that again. And it makes me sad that I that I'm missing like a big chunk of games that I really liked, you know, especially with the retro setup now. It's like, right uh, 
yeah, it's like, oh, I can't play Street Fighter because I sold my Street Fighter games. It's like, fuck, you know, stuff like that. But so that was one of those. Um, not to interrupt your what you were playing for the week, but I thought we could just segue segue to the Mario thing real quick. I hadn't heard any of those rumors, but they all at this point they all sound legit because we have more of a foundation for what this yeah. system actually is. Yeah, they're less pure speculation. Yeah, they're less crazy. So I mean, I I just kind of like, oh, well, that might be neat, you know, that type of thing. And we'll see when January comes around. We'll find out everything we need to know. I did want to mention the, uh, <laughs> so you're talking about the Switch, that I saw someone post on uh, Nintendo Voice Chat that they were caring for Halloween. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, even if it was just for that photo op, which obviously that person needed a Wii U controller to emulate the Switch controller. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I laughed yeah. a lot. Yeah, Karen. Karen's popularity has skyrocketed since that. Uh, I wonder how many how many people dressed as Karen for Halloween. And it'd be funny if it was like, all all of a sudden, there's more people dressed as Karen than Harley Quinn this year, just oh, out, of, out, of, out of nowhere. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It probably didn't happen, but I'm sure. Like, how is how is the actress like dealing with this? Is she like is she like getting calls from like Sony now to be in like some other commercial, or it's like. It's like, hey, what are you doing? We we got to do this reveal for uh, Xbox Scorpio or whatever it's called. Do you want to come? Do you want to come do that? You can you can play I that want, and I make it know look she's cool. I want to change her like stage name to Karen because that's what people know her as now. Yeah, but isn't that we talked about that last week? Like whether that was her actual name or if that or people just no, made up that name not. for her. It's it was just me. somebody just said something like they could, that's what her name would be. They made a, a meme out of the picture. Oh, okay. And then now oh. her name's Karen. Yeah. Probably just like all those here. memes, like, you know, Bad Luck Brian or whatever, like, I don't think that guy's name's Brian. He became a meme. Oh, sure. Yeah. So that was just what worked with whoever first called it that, and that was the name and stuff, even though it was just fabrication of that first person. So that's what I think Karen was. It was just like, damn it, Karen, or whatever the first meme that was made. Yeah, it was like, here comes Karen with her Nintendo system again to their trendy rooftop party or whatever. They're like, we had conversations. We, we would have had a lot more fun. It's true. Though, that, with, with and that, uh, <laughs> I did want to talk a little bit about that presentation. Like, it really was, maybe we talked about it before, but it seemed like it was targeted at somewhat wealthy young people. Like, oh, everybody sure. just kind of seemed like they were living the high life and they just had the switch going along with it. Like, there's sort of a glamorous coding to the entire report, but, uh, like, just like the whole thing is had like sort of a glamorous look to it. That having the switch was glamorous in some way and like you're traveling all around and you just got the shit with going to parties and it's the life of the party when it's there. It it kinda the the commercial kind of communicates that I think because like it starts out with just one guy playing, then his dog's like, Hey, come on man, let's hang out. <laughs> so he's hanging out with his dog, but he's still playing his game. And then yeah. the next thing's like a guy walking. He's about to get on a plane. And he just meets someone randomly in the, the airport. Yeah, while well, they're waiting. She's confused the waiting her. area. Yeah. She's got. She doesn't have a name, but her, she's like confused lady or something. <laughs> too, but she like looks at his screen, and I think it's he was playing Skyrim. But so you know, that's like a social thing. So suddenly he's with another human. And that's the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the next. Uh, I think the next one was the people going to play Mario Kart in real life. So the whole thing, like, until eventually at the very end, it's like two teams of eight people each or whatever like yeah and then it, then they end up doing like the esports stuff so the whole like, the whole commercial kind of proceeds from like one guy by himself to like a bunch of stuff. yeah that's the idea well i think what they're i think basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to target the people that they want to target you know instead of targeting like kids and parents and stuff like that they want to target the you know the 30 somethings that have a lot of disposable income and can spend a lot of money on video game systems, you know, and like They're games and stuff with like the that. Internet, yeah, like, and everything. 
Yeah, so that's what they're trying. I think that's what they're trying to go for, you know, like with the higher class or more, you know, people have more money. Like that's people that they want to like the system. They want it to be like, oh, yeah, I go to rooftop parties. You know, I fly on planes and meet people while they're waiting for planes or whatever. You know, they they want those type of people to buy the Switch. So that's what they're aiming for. Well, they aimed right at Which is me. not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a wealthy rooftop developer, <laughs> but still find that lifestyle glamorous. Sure. I don't, I mean, I don't think I've ever been to a rooftop party. I mean, I've hung out at rooftops, like, yeah, been on during, rooftops. during parties, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't planned to be on the rooftop. We just ended that up That wasn't the, the party. Yeah, that was the party. Rooftop party, it's like, hey, let's go on the roof Yeah. now. Yeah. During party. Like, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, you know, it's it's good for them, though. Gone are, like, the, the old, because I know, like, the Wii U stuff, where they showed a lot of, like, families sitting on couches and playing together and all that it's good i'm glad they kind of got away from that they're trying to be like yuppies and whatever <laughs> people who have money like to play games get the system which their is slogan should just be not for grandmas yeah <laughs> grandmas can't play there were no grandmas in that video yeah there wasn't any grandmas there were no kids not either one grandma i think there might have been kids in the audience of the, uh, oh the esport thing yeah I didn't see any grandmas though. Well, uh, for what I got is I got the last of my Halloween stuff that I was getting. I bought a, I bought Resident Evil um, Umbrella Chronicles. I ordered that last week. I just got it this week. What'd you for, pay for that? Like eight bucks for for wow. we eight, eight bucks Maybe for shipping. It's it's not expensive at all. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a light gun game. It's it's a fun Resident Evil light gun game. I wanted to get that one and, and the other one, the Dark Side Chronicles, but. I didn't get that one yet, but it's it's a fun game. I, I played around with it a little bit, but yeah, you, you basically play through you basically play through the Resident Evil stuff, and but do it in like a light gun mode. But it has a lot of levels, and you fight and you fight a lot of stuff. And it starts off with a, it starts off with Resident Evil Zero, so you get to play as like uh, Claire and that other guy. I forget the other guy's name, the the uh, fugitive dude, which he wore handcuffs too. When we were talking about people who wore, hand, wore handcuffs, yeah, <laughs> he he wore like well, one, yeah, that's part of their, he, he like, wore handcuff. Yeah, well, he wore one handcuff through the whole thing. It's like handcuff chic. Yeah, and he has like the one arm tribal tattoo that's like all over his arm, and he has like this mullet and like a and like a tank top. He's he's dreamy. <laughs> but yeah, I played that. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's totally worth it for eight bucks. If you haven't played it before, it's a fun like gun game. But yeah, so so I did so I, I did that played played it a little bit. Um, I did the I did the buy two get one free at Target. I went I went and got. Uh, paper, uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, um, Monster Hunter Generations, and and Minecraft. So I played a little bit of all of those. I played I played some of Paper Jam, and I was like, man, I really need to finish Dream Team because I was like so close to beating Dream Team, and I got stuck on this stupid boss that you had to play with the 3ds. Like you had to hold, hold the vert- vertical. It was like motion based and touch based, and it was really annoying to play. But I went back and like beat beat him with no trouble like i went back and played the boss like right after i was playing paper mario and just destroyed him and i was like okay so now i'm on like the very now i'm in like the very final castle of that game so i'm trying to finish dream team and then i'll play paper mario because i got so far i put like 50 hours into dream team and i was like man i'm so close to beating it i can't just like give up on it now like i need to go finish it and then i'll play paper jam so i didn't really play much of that but i've been i've been trying to just because like i don't know a whole lot about Minecraft, and I don't know a whole lot about Monster Hunter aside from that people really like it. So I've been trying my hardest to get into both of those games. So I played the tutorial on Minecraft for a while, and I've just been doing like the training missions on Monster Hunter, and it pretty much feels the same as the other Monster Hunter so far. 
but hopefully this one has a better community. I guess you have like super moves and stuff like that now, but I haven't gotten to that yet. But it looks we'll really nice. Do, we'll have to do two-player Minecraft. I think that's the way I learned the best. Yeah. I just did some of the tutorial stuff. Like I built a house and I, you know, like I, and you get all the skins on there. Like there's like Star Wars skins and Doctor Who skins and like all these fucking skins. There's like skins for non-Nintendo games. You could play as like Skyrim people or whatever oh, like that's, <laughs> that's in there too. Yeah, there's like all these skins. And then there's the Nintendo ones too. So I was playing a shy guy. I was walking around a shy guy and I learned how to like build an axe and a shovel and stuff like that. And oh, well that's all important stuff. Built a house. Yeah, I just, I just played through the tutorial mode and saved once I got to the point where, cause you, you learn some stuff and then, and then the, and then it starts the, you know, where the day starts going, where it can get night and all that. It does it when you get to a point and then you can start exploring around and that's, and I pretty much saved after that. But yeah, I, I played around with it a little bit. It's, you know, it's cool, I guess. I don't know. I never played Minecraft before, so it seems like we'll do about a what I thought it would. World. We'll have our own world. Yeah. But there's like voice chat on that and stuff, so it's, it's cool. I haven't tried any of the online stuff yet, but I know that it has voice chat, which is interesting. It's like the only game that has voice chat. Even though I think, uh, I think one of the Call of, what is it, like Call of Duty Ghosts has it, I think. One of those like early third party ones. I think has voice chat. But yeah, I got those games. I'm planning on going back tomorrow to see the, um, cause the new amiibo are coming out. So, like the, um, the Mario Party ones and Mario Party Star Rush comes out tomorrow too. So, I, I'm probably not gonna get that. But I wanna go look at the amiibo, the Mario Party amiibo that come out. See if I can find like Waluigi and Boo and all that. So that'll be cool. But I haven't, I haven't ordered anything this week. I'm trying to like, slow down <laughs> stop is ebay is like so tempting because it's like it's like oh i remember this game oh look it's eight dollars no shipping i'm like damn i could just get it right now and then get it in a couple days it's like so bad but great at the same time you know and last hard. year was very more amiibo focused amiibo were still exciting and like hard to find maybe that these new ones that are coming out the whole atmosphere around them has changed because... yeah it seems like it, well it seems like everything releases just releases and nobody really cares so I don't expect to see people lining up outside for the new Boo Amiibo, even though it looks really cool and it glows in the dark. I don't expect that we're going to see that in a while. But what we're about not... the, uh, what's going on? And we're one week away pretty much from. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that too, because if you looked on YouTube, a lot of people got like NES classics, like people who do like yeah. reviews and stuff like that. They've already gotten them and like there's still no pre-sale. And yeah, it's coming out like a week from tomorrow. That's insane. Like, are they just going to release it? Like, I'm like, I'm planning on, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, do I have to go to Target at like 9 in the morning and just wait? Like, because I might just do that if that's what I have to do. Or go to Toys R Us or whatever. I might just wait for the store to open, yeah, and then just try to walk in and get and get a couple of them, you know? That's where I'm at, know. man. Because there's like, it's really weird for it to not pre-sale at all. But maybe they're just going to not pre-sale it, right? I don't know. Or maybe they just that's don't have that many thing. made. Sort of what the rumor is. Yeah, but people are already getting them. People are already taking them apart. I saw somebody like I, I showed the insides of it and all that, and I guess you can modify it and put more games on, on that. Is what I heard, or some guy said he knew how to do that. But yeah, it looks really cool. I watched, a, you know, I watched some unboxings. I watched like the review on IGN of it. I'm really excited to play it. You know, I think it looks really nice. I, I have to get an extra long HDMI cord or something for it, but it sucks because it comes with an HDMI cord, but it should come with an extra long one you know but uh supposedly it comes with the comes with a card that has points uh for my nintendo so you get points for that which we predicted way back during the Star Fox launch i told you that it, there was going to be a card in there for that and then there wasn't one unfortunately but they finally got around to it now you get points for the nes classic 
So you can use it to get discounts on games that you already have on the, on the My <laughs> Nintendo, which is kind of annoying. It bothers me that they took away the whole free game thing. I felt like that was only there for a second. Like I liked when it was like, oh, oh you, here, you can get a free game. But now they're gone. It now felt it's like discounts. the end of Club Nintendo. So it was like they were trying to like transition us from the end of Club Nintendo when they were like, your yearly award is a, a free game. Like it was the first time there was no physical reward, remember? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, the, the very, yeah, the last one was like, here, you get a game. You get games you already have. And I'm like, uh. Oh, that's when I got uh, Mario, New Mario Brothers 2, New Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I got, I got like Legend of Zelda 2. I got I got Link's Adventure, was that was like the only game I didn't have. I got Link's Adventure and I got like Metroid for 3ds because I didn't have it on 3ds. But it was like it was such a worthless like it wasn't as cool as like the Mario hat or like the Mario Party trophy and like stuff like that that they did before. Or but like I will the, say so the discounts are kind of cool. You have that whole like Mario figure setup. It's like a bunch of different figures. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The the Mario Party trophy. The one that has like a yeah, it's like a it's a bunch of it has like Bowser and like everybody standing around it, and they they did the Majora's Mask uh, soundtrack one year too, which was really cool. The the double disc, the double disc uh, full album. One of the last things they did was the Majora's Mask like satchel. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> I have the Majora's Mask tote bag. It's it's definitely not as cool as you think it is, but I use it. I, I carry stuff around with it. Whatever I carry stuff around. So it's all right. You can carry your 3DS XL in it. <laughs> you can. I could carry the Wii U in it. Is it'll, it pretty durable? It'll like just fit in there. I mean, it's like a tote bag. It feel. It actually feels kind of light, kind of lightly made. It's like, like one I, of those grocery store bags. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like one of those reusable bags. It kind of feels it's like, like that. durable and and rugged, but made out of minimal material. Yeah, that's basically what it feels like. It feels very light. Like if it feels lighter than a regular tote bag. You know, if you bought like like my like my girlfriend has a has a has like a Totoro tote bag. Like her tote bag is like nicer than the Totoro. <laughs> yeah, Totoro tote. But it's nicer than the um than the Majora's Mask one for sure. But whatever. It was uh that was when I went to all those game stops and just well everybody did. Just went through all the used games and just pulled all the Nintendo Club cards out of there. And just took, you know, and just got like so many points. Oh that my was, gosh, that, that was fun. They tell you, they tell you did that. Uh-uh. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't care. I told the people at GameStop, I was like, "Can I look through your, through your uh, used stuff for uh, Nintendo points?" And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." And I just went through and just grabbed a bunch of them out of there because so many times people never did anything with it. So I got well, all. Well, I know po- that. Yeah. So I got all these points for like pets and like brats and like all these other stupid games that I would never buy. <laughs> but I went through, but you had to do like surveys on all of them to get extra points too. So that, no, was I remember pretty, that. so that was pretty hilarious. Like it'd be like, what, what do you, what was your favorite part about dogs vacation resort? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the interactivity. Dogs vacationing on a resort. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever it was called. Like it was so, it was so ridiculous. what do you think of Brat's cats? <laughs> what did you think about, uh, Brat's cats plus dogs? Uh, well, you know. It was great. I thought that the dogs introduced like sort of like an element of randomness that was nice because the cats don't always like the dogs. <laughs> they don't, and you have to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> it was the just rats, doing... like it all cats and dogs. It was just doing surveys on all these games that I never actually played. It's amazing. Did you feel like a liar? No, I, I mean I still <laughs> you just felt like you were <laughs> just doing what you had to do to get the points. Yeah, I get those points, man. 
I, I ended up getting a lot of, getting a lot of points. And that's what you gave them. Yeah, and I got that bag, so it was totally worth it. No, that's what I did it because did it because I had like no points, and I and I was able to gather enough points to get the bag just to, from stealing cards from GameStop. But they didn't care. I told them about it. You know, they, they know, that like, wasn't so much like, whatever. It wasn't. Like, really, it was really stealing. I just was like, I was like, hey, can I go through your stuff? And they're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. We don't care. It's like real life experience points. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. A place to grind. A place to grind. So, uh, yeah. speaking of the presentation, we—I know we were talking about it earlier, but the January presentation. Something cool I saw when I was looking around online. Dragon Quest Eight got a release date. It's releasing January twentieth, so like a week after the Nintendo Switch presentation. So that's pretty cool. I'm about twenty hours into the Dragon Quest Seven, so that should hopefully. I can get through it, like, in the next, like, two months. So did you just finally fight it. your first battle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I've, I've fought a lot of battles, actually. I feel like I'm getting close to the whole uh, class part. I mean, I must be, because my guys are fairly strong. And it, and it hasn't really it hasn't really gotten to the point where it's like... I feel like most Dragon Quests, like, kind of have a point where it's like, oh, shit, everything's way harder now, and I need to know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? There's, like, a, yeah. there's, there's like where it's kind of like... You know, it's like uh, easing you into it, easing you into it, and it's all like, holy shit, this guy's hard. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, I got to grind or I got to figure out, you know, I need to go buy that armor that I didn't get because I didn't think I needed it. Now I need it for this next part. It hasn't really gotten to that part for me yet, like where it gets to where it's like, oh, shit, this is hard now. But granted, like the only Dragon Quest I played before this were the NES ones, and they all had, you know, where it was like, okay, now we're now the hammer's on and it's way harder. So I was kind of, I felt like this one's been like too easy so far, I guess. I've never, I haven't died at all in it, you know? Actually, I think I might have died one time. But it means, like, the other ones I died multiple times. It happened a lot, you know? So I'm kind of waiting for that time where it gets the, where it starts to get, like, hard. Or it just gets hard to be, like, harder Dragon Quest stuff. And that's probably, I feel like that's probably going to be around when when the class system gets brought into it. So so that'll make it more exciting for me. But, I mean, I like, it's the, mostly, like, the stories are still interesting. I just, it, the, the challenge and the fighting hasn't, isn't really there yet for me. But I hear that it gets there later, so. But I'm really excited to play 8, because 8's supposed to be really good. Like, it's supposed to be like the, you know, it was like the big, it was like the big, big one where everything is like the way it should be, and they got rid of like the world map, and it's like, takes as long to walk to one part as it would. Like, it's kind of like, you know, it feels like more realistic, I guess. It's cool. It looks very cool. So I'm excited about that. So uh, I think that's most of the news that I had rocked down, aside, aside from like the direct and all that. I feel we've been talking for a while. Do you want to like do a quick break here and then come back and talk about Animal Crossing? I guess the last thing I wanted to mention, did I mention the birthday discount? Because I've finally Oh, no. No. What is, what's the birthday discount? Okay, so I guess uh, I've heard people say this on the internet, or I've read people say that you get a discount. I was expecting to see something closer to my birthday, which is at the end of the month. But I think you just, the month of your birthday, you get a 30% off for free. You don't have to use any of your coins. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about this. Like, and it's, it's on I, a lot of good games. Like uh, Mario Maker's in there. Uh, Splatoon's in there. Uh, the new Super Mario Brothers plus Luigi's in there. Oh yeah. So there's which a lot one of good games. Which I'm one of those decide, do you not have? Well, I think I need. I'm trying to decide if I want uh, Splatoon, which ends up being something like forty one bucks after the discount. So yeah. Yeah. So it'd be forty two. Yeah, I feel um, like deja vu. I, I feel like we we talked about. In like way, 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 way old episodes, we talked about you considering Splatoon before for a similar price. But right. yeah, you should you should do it. <laughs> I feel like well, there was another the, 
sale at whatever time for it being at 40. Yeah, and then there's Paper Jam, which I can get also get a 30% discount on. Uh, sure. 28. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. And there's also um they changed the rewards for this month. So you can get a discount off of Xenoblade Chronicles the first one for 3DS and Wii U. And the Wii U one's like a 30% discount, so you can get it for like 14 bucks instead of 20, which is pretty awesome, I think. Like that's a pretty good deal. I mean, I already have it on 3DS, but that's very tempting to get it on Wii for that. And plus, there's like, um, you can get a discount on like Earthbound for 3DS, which I thought about getting just because I've been really liking the Pixel Perfect mode on 3DS, and that's a good game. Might as well have another version of it, right? I have the cart version, and I have the Wii U Virtual Console version, but I could have a 3DS one too. You need all of them. For sure. But yeah, the do the Splatoon. I, that's what I'm saying. Unless you want to wait for the Switch Splatoon, which there'll be one, you know, now according to the reveal video. It actually might be a good time to start getting into that game so that I understand what's happening when the Switch one comes out. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty easy game to get into, I think. I mean, I, I bought it just for the single-player mode, and I really enjoyed the single-player mode. But the and the online mode's actually good, too. And I didn't... This coming from a person who doesn't play online, like, at all. Like, that was the game that I probably played online the most out of any, you know, that's like the most I played online multiplayer ever, I think. Or like for the, for the longest, you know, like I've played other games online, but this is the one I actually kept coming back to just because they added a bunch of stuff. Cause they were doing the thing where like they added a new thing like every two weeks, you know, so they add like a new weapon or a new level and it was really exciting. So it was fun. And like the Miiverse was used so well, like there's like a hub world sort of where like you can see bubbles around every, like above everybody's head that shows like their Miiverse, whatever. It actually made me draw a picture for it. Like it actually inspired me to draw a picture. I drew a picture of one of the squids with what looks like spray paint on their face, like from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. And it says like, I live, I die, I, I live again <laughs> on there. So I, th- I thought it was cool. I made like a... I made like a Splatoon Mad Max mashup thing for for Miiverse. I like drew it. I would do like a cross on my face. I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, to get into the topic of the week. Yeah. So yeah, there was a new Nintendo Direct yesterday. It was yesterday, right? Yeah, it was yesterday. Fifteen minute Animal Crossing Direct. We should we should have said it at the top of the show, but I forgot we should have said something about Harv or Harvey or Harv. All right, we, call me Harv. Or, yeah, or me, call me Harv for short or Harv. <laughs> the, honestly, when I was watching that, when I was watching that direct, like I kind of I checked like what it was, who posted it. Because I thought it was like a fake direct. I thought that somebody had just like made it because it looked so cheaply oh, okay. made, you know? Yeah, because like, it so looked like a fan made film or something with a guy in a KK suit. And I looked at it and I was like, nope, there's Nintendo. The, this is from their account. So I'm like, all right. But yeah, when I first started watching it, I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> you know, because like the. It was silly AF, man. I, uh, <laughs> that's, why I've, that's why I've written in my notes. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> silly AF. 
<laughs> I know what that means now. I feel I, I, I feel I feel like such a such a geezer on this show, which is which is fine. I mean, but it's it's that's like our all our YouTube videos, which you should watch if you haven't watched them. But we're we're most of the time we just talk about the internet and how uh and how it's too young for us and all that. Especially it's, the, it's not refined enough. Especially the Tony Hawk one, which by the way, I just I posted a Majora's Mask one that Jess and I did. Which is up there now, so you should check that oh, one out, check that out if you yeah. if you haven't watched it yet. It's just us playing through the first part of, of Majora's Mask, up like to the up to, yeah up to the part when Link takes the Deku mask off. Oh, cool! And we like get the number and forget the number, and and, and I cut that part out. But yeah, this it's like just us playing through that first part and talking through it. So and I put a, and I put an audio version on the Honey Darling show also. But yeah, that's pretty cool. So I, I edited that together and put it up. Uh, I think I put it up. I put it up right before our last episode was up. But it's on the YouTube slash Fingermater. You find it on there. I definitely but, liked this presentation. Still though, I mean, it was charming. It was very charming. It was charming. But at first, when I was watching it, I thought it was. I thought Sick. it was a fan film, yeah, <laughs> just because of the way it was made, and and it was it was a funny way to deal with the um, language barrier, you know, where they had them talking in animalese, and then they dubbed right. him over in, in American, so he's talking in Japanese, and now it's, you know, I thought that I thought that was a that was you a mean, fun English, way to do right? it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the no, the guy. I was saying the guy is actually talking in Japanese. Right, but and they're so dubbing. Like, they're dubbing it. Let's in just English. make it animalese. Yeah. But they, they they basically explained it like why they were you know why they were doing that so they that don't was have, uh, yeah so they don't have to worry about him speaking English and I thought that was funny I thought that was a real clever way to get around the language barrier there you know but that was the main Animal Crossing guy right What's yeah his name? I don't remember what his name was I, sh- I should have written it down but yeah he um he, he but I thought that was funny where it's like <laughs> like at the beginning <laughs> and I'm like wow. And then they can just then they can just dub the whole thing, and KK being like super creepy through the whole thing. The dude in the KK suit was a little weird. Oh yeah, well yeah. I don't think KK was an actor. I think KK was their guitarist, so he may not have had much experience being in an animal suit. That's what I felt. Oh, maybe he's definitely playing guitar there at the end. He was playing. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, where they do like the they do the credits thing, like you know with KK, which was so fucking cool. That was my favorite part. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they all sat around. I like the little, like the little trailers and stuff that they did in there. I guess, like, kind of how they did. Like, here's a commercial, well, the whole and thing then it was like the... felt like Animal Crossing. You know, like just chill, laid back, and silly. Yeah, like no conflict, no like sense of urgency. Like, yeah, just yeah. hanging out, hanging here. out, fishing, catching bugs, whatever. You know, have you? Uh, ha- I mean, have you played? Did you like? Have you gone back to New Leaf since you watched the direct? Like, have you played the oh, new update? Have you? Yeah, I did. I haven't gotten the. Um, I haven't really done like I didn't scan any amiibos with it, but I talked to Harv. I didn't. I couldn't figure out how to do the furniture thing because I didn't feel like didn't feel like anything was different on that. Like that's supposedly how you can move it around with the touchscreen now. So I didn't like Happy Home Slider. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't figure that part out. But I went and I know like your. I, I did the update. I got the free update, and I know like um, you have to like redo your Dream Suite or whatever if you have that. Like just because the town changes, because now there's the mobile park. But I went in there and I talked to that dude and I tried to get, I basically tried to find like the 3DS and the, and the Wii U, but I didn't, you know, I went, supposedly you get them from Nook still though, you get them from the fortune cookies. And I went and did the fortune cookies and I got two things that I already had because I have most of those. I got the R-Wing and the, and the Pikmin hat. So I didn't get that because I really wanted to play the stuff like the, you know, the Amiibo Festival thing. Cause like that Settlers of Catan sort of game 
that was on there where you have to where you like land on an island and you have to find resources and survive through however many days which was supposedly the best part about amiibo festival that's on the 3ds now you can play that on the on the um, new leaf which is really cool and tetris attack who knew that was going to be on there like that was completely it's on there man blue. yeah it's i'm fucking like, on there and i saw i saw yeah. it said i was watching the video and it said animal crossing puzzle league i was like is this gonna be like just a similar name no, it's Puzzle nope, it's League. Definitely, yeah. it's they've branded it with Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's just Puzzle League, and we, we, you know, we talked about that. I think probably in our Tetris we, Attack YouTube video, we talked about like when you know when Puzzle League's going to show up again, and lo and behold, here it is on Animal here Crossing it is for free. Yeah, for free, even if you have the game already. Yeah, and then they're and they're re-releasing a new version that's going to have that included on it. I guess as a select, as a select or something. There's definitely a twist though. Um, because you can use Amiibo while playing Puzzle League, which I don't know how that would feel right doing that. But yeah, can I heard that if you use Amiibo, like you can get it'll help you get the Wii U and 3DS quicker. I guess the items. Oh, okay. Is was what I but so I didn't I didn't use any of the Amiibo, but and you can scan Zelda ones, like you can scan Ganon, and a pig shows up named Ganon, which is pretty cool in mm-hmm. the in the mobile area in the mobile home area. And I but I went in there and um. There was like some lizard guy that kept talking about bugs and how you shouldn't eat them and all that. <laughs> I talked to him, but you can buy you can buy the furniture that's in there. There's supposed to be uh they say they said that, that it's supposed to scan your save of home design happy home designer, which I actually have. I bought that uh for the buy two get one free thing last year, and um but I haven't found any of the furniture or anything like that that's supposed to be in there because you're supposed to be able to get giant furniture. That's like the yard type furniture that you could put that you could put on and the homes in that game, but I haven't figured out where that is yet, and I haven't found Wisp either. Wisp, the ghost guy who can conjure, yeah, conjure like the, the amiibo cards or whatever. Supposedly you so can only find you can only find him at night, and it's random. That's what that's what I heard online. I think it's really interesting. Is like people are like maybe there's going to be a new Animal Crossing. Maybe there's going to be a new Animal Crossing, and like rather than Nintendo's decided rather than release a new Animal Crossing, they're just going to revitalize the one that they already had. Yeah, they're going to make it a new game through updates, which is cool. I think that's really fucking cool. They're doing that for um, sure because a lot of people probably have this game and haven't played it for a long time. So the thing I found the most compelling was that you could sell your old town. Yeah, and I actually heard that some people have accidentally accidentally sold their old town oh, from, when they from using from using the update. Yeah, which I haven't run into that yet. I haven't even run run into Tom Nook asking me to sell my town or anything like that. But they were saying that yeah, some people were getting confused and accidentally selling their towns. But yeah, the, yeah, you can sell your town and then you get this big amount of money to take into the next town. So then you can like pay. It's it like New Game Plus. Yeah, New Game Plus. Yeah, that, that's a cool. That's a cool thing. And you can also you can buy the uh, secret compartment to store more stuff, which I which, which is I, just an invisible like yeah. item storage system. Yeah, which you can right. access you can access whenever wherever you're at. And I actually got so it's that. like a it's like the the magic treasure chests that you get in. Well, in Minecraft, you haven't experienced that yet. Oh, there are treasure say, chests in Minecraft. That I was gonna say what, can, like Resident Evil, <laughs> like the well, the, they they function yeah. like the Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, the chests that that like all they're all the same wherever they're at. Yeah, but yeah, I actually did go get that from uh, Nook. So I did that while I was playing the updated version. I went and got the secret treasure chest. I went and talked to Harv, but Harv didn't really have anything cool. I got like ten meow tickets. Like they automatically give you meow tickets once they introduce. Uh, because it's cool, like when you restart it, like with the update, you're on the train with Isabel, 
and she talks to you about the stuff that's going on in the town. And then you get to the town, and she's like, here's the mobile home, here's this, here's the meow tickets, which I guess you what unlock. Did, what did meow stand for? It's like mutual exchange. Yeah, it said like mutual exchange owner or something or other. I don't, I don't remember. But it was funny that it had, uh, that it was like an actual acronym. And that the each, each letter stood for, stood for a word. As acronyms tend to be. Yeah. And there's but, um, a cat on the ticket. Yeah, there's a cat on the ticket and there's a cat on the box that you go talk to to get the tickets, which I didn't see any because it's supposed to like give you, I guess, sort of like an achievement system type thing where you can get those tickets. But I didn't see any of that in there. Like it didn't say like, oh, collect three apples today and then you'll get this ticket because I like the idea of that. It's like, oh, cool. More like tasks that you can do in there if you want to to earn more stuff. You know, there's always it's always nice to have more options to do while you're hanging around the Animal Crossing world. Because I like the world and I like to talk to people, but sometimes there's just not enough to do to you know have your pet play it for more than like 20 minutes. You know? Yeah. Well, they've expanded it, and if you played the fuck out of it and are sick of it, you can sell your town and start over again with like a different sort of approach to the game. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I don't. I, I don't think that's know really could... cool that they allow that for people that want to take that leap. I Sure. Yeah, I don't know if I. Is can there a do way that. to back up your data? Like, if there's some external way to copy it to something else. I mean, you could. You, I mean, you can take your SD card out and copy it to your computer. Then you could do it and then put it back on the card, and it wouldn't even know. You know. Could you I just, think, if you have the physical game, could you just keep the game and then download it and then run from the save file with that, but still have your game? file saved on it yeah i don't know how that works i know i know there i know you can get like an app that'll transfer your saves from one to another so they may they may operate differently like if you have like if you have a cartridge and you want to have it digitally and you want to switch your saves there's like a specific program you have to use for that it's not like where they're the same whereas like i think a wii u if you had like a physical or digital the safe would be in the same spot, but I don't so know. So, how many Animal Crossing amiibo do you have total? Oh, <laughs> five, six. Do you know how many there are total? There's like thirteen or something. Like I was there reading are 16 somewhere, total sixteen. Yeah, that's insane. There's sixteen total anim- Animal Crossing amiibo figures. So I have, I have, um, I have Mr. Resetti. I have the Cap'n, and then I have uh, KK and those other ones. The ones Maybe. from the re- the recycle store. I don't remember their names, but do you have the villager? It's like recent. Yeah, I have the villager. Does that count too? Yeah, I have the villager from uh, Smash Brothers first edition too. I bought it on the day, the first day. I bought it when Smash Brothers released, when Amiibo really released. But I think that's it's definitely it. the villager. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think it's I think it's just uh, Mr. Rossetti, Cap'n, and uh, KK Slider, and his and the people who came with him, and the villager. But you can use the Zelda ones too now, so they're included. You can use you could use Link, Zelda, Ganon, Toon Link, or any of the new. You can use the new ones also that come out in December. Right. Which, so on which, December second, the eight yeah. bit. Which uh, I gotta get that guy. Yeah. So the, those are releasing. They're also releasing new amiibo, new uh, Animal Crossing amiibo cards on that day, and they're also releasing uh, Super Mario Maker 3DS on the second. So that's yeah. a pretty big day. Yeah, I get that guy. If you want to get it again, I'm uh, perfectly happy with the Wii U version. But, you know, when you get it, we'll talk about it on the show, of course, and let everybody else know how it is. And you can talk about how much angst you have (laughs) that you can't look up people's levels or, you know, search anything by number or anything like that. Or share your own levels 
even worse. But uh, speaking of, before I forget, speaking of that Settlers of Catan type game that's on uh, Amiibo Festival, you can actually buy Amiibo Festival. I saw it at Target for twenty dollars new, like nineteen ninety nine new, and there's two Amiibos in there. So that's pretty much a free game, is what it is. <laughs> it's like the price of because Animal Crossing Amiibo are selling for like nine now. So yeah. that's pretty much like buying two amiibo and getting a free game with it which even though that game didn't really get reviewed very well i'm still like i'm still like really intrigued to get it you know especially like what's so cheap and coming with two amiibo figures i might just get it tomorrow too i don't know because especially because that 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 game sounded really cool for the 3ds i mean you could play it on 3ds now but it'd be fun to play with people you know in the in the room like multiplayer i don't know well it's kind of funny because i almost bought the happy home designer 3ds the new 3ds Oh yeah, because you wanted because you wanted game. the smaller one, and I end up buying the Super Mario 3D Land version. So I already had the game, so I have you know that extra copy that's useless. So I don't think I can like give it away or anything. I think it's just you know, I already have it, so whatever. But uh, what that was two hundred, wasn't it when it first came out? Yeah, I think it was the smaller. I, I completely forgot about that version. That that was the first like regular 3D regular the, new it's 3DS. The exact same one I have, just different plates that came with it. It's the exact same model. So oh, yeah. Like, um, so I did end up paying less for it, which kind of offsets the redundancy of getting the same. And the plate I got with this one you saw, the Mario Maker one. Sure. Which definitely justifies me buying Mario because I have the base plate. You already had Super Mario 3D Land, right? Yeah, that's the first. That may not have been the first. I think that was the second game I bought. I bought Mario Kart 7 first. Yeah, that was the first game that I bought, too. And then I bought the Mario Land. Very soon after, probably within days, because I was so excited to play that game. Sure. Yeah, I think I did. I think I did about the same thing. Like I got Mario Kart Seven, and then I got probably got 3D Land like pretty soon after digitally. In which I would have bought Mario Kart Seven digitally if I knew that I could do that. But I had just it was the first game I got. I had just got a 3DS, and I was like, oh, and I went straight to GameStop and got Seven. But I could have just downloaded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have just downloaded. Well, that's what I did. For the same price, like it's probably worth it to own the cart. Yeah, I, but I, I, you know, I, I never play it because on the cart because I don't switch the carts out that often. And whereas, like having it on there, I would just be able to play it whenever. You know, it'd be really interesting if they made like you could transfer your carts on the NX. So you could still have the physical cart, but not have to physically have it. Yeah, yeah. There's something they should do. I don't know if they would do that because because then you might. They'd have to find a way to copyright it to where you can't, like, give it away to a friend. Well, like, Marvel Comics does it nowadays, which is really cool. Like, if you buy any Marvel comic, like, even trade paperbacks, they come with a code so you can read the comic digitally on your phone for free, which I felt like every everybody should do that model, you know. But they don't. What if the, what if but, the card itself has But video NFC. games is different, yeah. Yeah, what if the card itself has NFC? Yeah, that's so it what, has to be, like, communicating with your system through the NFC. Yeah, that's what they were saying with the, the with that uh, leak was that it had would have an NFC ID or whatever. Yeah, that, there's a possibility. I mean, that, yeah, that'd be cool if you could just get it and then you download it and then you don't have to use the card and then you'll have it but on it your won't, system. But it won't function on another system because it'll have an NFC link with. Yeah, so you can't try to you can't try to give it away and all that. But that would yeah, that would be a way because then you can get it and you can put it on display, but then you can just download it. You know, I remember that being a rumor for the PlayStation. Three in the 360. I remember that being a rumor back in the day that like that you could, you're only going to be able to use like what would happen was that the console would burn, would actually physically burn an ID onto the disc when you first used it. Oh, yeah, sure. Sort of like 
all the all the old disc based games have like a verification mm-hmm. like, spot on the disc that they have to pass through before the disc will even run. So like that spot would be like a blank CD spot or you know, DVD or whatever, and then something would have to be written on it the first time you used it that would make it only work on that console. And I remember that being a rumor back in 2005, 2006, when they were trying to like figure out how disc based games would be kept to like to just one system sure so that's like if the nfc thing is real that would kind of be exactly that rumor well that that was the whole thing i mean was that similar to the big thing with xbox one and how you couldn't trade games with each other remember that being a huge thing so hopefully you don't hopefully that's not the case because you you should be able to share games with people like being like here you can borrow this but i don't know there's something going on with playstation where they have that I think they have something going on where once someone borrows it, you can't play it. So, you know, that's what keeps it from being able to be two games at once. Like, like I let my friend borrow it, but now I can't play it. So I have to get it back from them, digitally oh. play it again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's an interesting thought, like, if especially if they're bringing, like, the physical media back in that kind of a way. Because I remember the original rumors were to completely eliminate physical media in the yeah. Yeah, and then I and I was fine with that, but now they're doing cartridges of sort or carts or whatever you want to call it. Didn't we even theorize like maybe like the amiibo themselves would be the games? Like you would get, you know, sure. the new Star Fox game would be a Star Fox amiibo. Yeah, well, the yeah or the, yeah, people thought about that, like having yeah having games on there, which would have been cool. You know, having some sort of like digital virtual console download or something like on the game. You know, but they never really did that. But where it wouldn't maybe even be like the whole game was on the figure, just that personalized figure had to be near the console for the game to run. Sure. Well, they did that amiibo tap thing, which wasn't really was just like, oh, you can play a part of the game here, and it does, and you have to scan the amiibo over time. That was kind of a silly thing. But that one amiibo challenge or whatever that game was fun, where you used the amiibo to unlock Mario versus DK type levels. I think the crash and burn of Disney Infinity says a little bit of something about <laughs> the toys oh, yeah. of life. Yes, speaking of that, I forgot to mention it earlier on our news, but if you wanted any Disney Infinity figures, go to Toys R Us because they have buy one, get three free right now for Disney Holy Infinity. Shit. So you can buy four for the price of one. So if you wanted any of those figures, you can fucking get them. It's like, uh, I want to buy Chewbacca and then I'll get like three free Star Wars ones. It's crazy. Four, four for the price of one. I don't think I need any more, but... Toys R Us is a deal to get them. If you want, if you want to get more of them, yeah, have at it. You could get four. If the, Ky- if you could get four Kylo Rens. Game, I would be so pleased. But you have to buy the game separate. Yeah, they should do a deal with the starter pack, but they, I don't, I don't think they did. They're just trying to liquidate their. But you can, uh, well, I mean, you need the scanner. I was gonna say you can get, you can just download it. You can download it cheaper, but you have to get the base. You have to get the scanner base for it to work. Which sucks that they didn't make it to where you could just scan it off the remote. You know, but also makes sense why they failed because they made such a like a proprietary environment shit. Yeah, they made their own scanner, which is kind of big and bulky and annoying. But whatever. Which doesn't Skylanders do the same thing? They, I guess, they haven't liquidated their stock yet, but they haven't made a new game or anything. Yeah, I think they're still doing okay. I don't know. What was uh, wasn't there a new game whenever they made that? Whenever there was the Donkey Kong and Bowser Skylander figures, I thought there was a new. Game oh yeah, but that was a long ass time ago. But that was like, I mean, that was like two E3s ago, right? That was the one that was like Iwata's first E3, which everybody was upset about, but I personally loved because I like puppets, and I thought that puppet part was amazing, where they all turned into Star Fox characters. Yeah, but, puppets. But 
I don't know. I was like grinning to the whole thing. I th- I was I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But yeah, is uh did we cover <laughs> did we cover all the Animal Crossing stuff? I mean, we've gone we've gone kind of astray on other things. Is it gonna? I mean, are you gonna? Are you planning on playing Animal Crossing again soon? Are you planning on returning to it? I'll check it out. I have. That's one of the few games I have as a physical cart because my friend Dan gave it to me for actually as a Secret Santa gift a few oh, years cool. ago. Well, that's a so great, I've got that's that. a great gift. Oh yeah, it was a wonderful gift. It was the year it came out. So. Yeah, that one's that one's my. I mean, it's my ultimate favorite Animal Crossing out of all of them. It brought in all of the greatness of GameCube, but fixed all the annoying stuff of GameCube also. You know, it brought, yeah, but brought, it doesn't have the NES games. Yeah, that's the only thing. It doesn't have the NES games. But it brought back Cap'n's Island and all that where he sings to you, which was like something that I could hardly play the game without, you know, after playing with GameCube for so long. That was like one of the major parts of the charm for it, I thought. Was, you Cap'n know, songs. Oh, yeah. yeah, the cat, the Cap'n songs, the cucumber song and, and all that. And then when you got Wild World, he was only in the cab. He like drove you to town and that's all you saw him and you missed all those songs. And I never played City Folk, but I don't think he was in that one either. So it was like, I felt like he was a big part of the series and not having him in there was a real bummer. Was City Folk the Wii one? Yeah, the City Folk was the Wii one. I don't think I'd ever played that either. Yeah, I never played that one. It wasn't until New Leaf that brought me back to it, but New Leaf was cool because you were the mayor and you can actually kind of design the town to a point. Well, the portable Animal Crossing was, that game was already made to be a... Sure. It, it couldn't be a portable game when it first came out because the technology wasn't there. Yeah. Once it was. But it sort like, of was because you could carry your towns on your card, on your game card, and then you put it in somebody else's system and then they could yeah. travel to your town. That was their and, way of making it portable before making it portable. And then the U.S. release, you know, since we got the 64 game as a GameCube game. Yeah. Pretty much it was like uh, you could interface with the Game Boy Advance and go to the island, which is pretty fun. Yeah, and then you can do the um, where you bury stuff and and uh, dig it up for money and all that. There was like a money glitch on that that I remember doing. You'd uh, bury fruit or whatever and you could dig it up and get and get money from it. I forgot, I forgot how it worked, but you would bury the shit, and then you would leave the island. And then when you did, you would take the island in your Game Boy. It's when the whatever the native islander that lived there would show up, and you would guide them to the spots they needed to go to dig. Oh up. yeah, yeah, that's how it was. You, and it was really cool because it was like two D representation of that three D island. Yeah, but perfectly like <laughs> mapped to the Game Boy screen, and you could take it with you. You know, until your Game Boy battery ran out, play. Yeah, it was the first. Uh, it was the very first switch, and that was when I came up the, came up with the idea for that. Or that was where I was like, "This is the future of gaming." Was from that, you know, where it's like, "Oh, you can put it on the island, and then you can go to the bathroom and play it on play it while you're in the bathroom, and then come back, and now you're playing the game." And I was like, "Man, I wish they could do that in a bigger aspect, where it's like you could just take it and keep playing the game, and then come back and keep playing the game." And that's what we've got now with Switch. And they've been trying their hardest, though. Yeah, they've like been the game. trying to do that since uh, the card on uh, Pokemon Stadium on the sixty-four. Oh yeah, it was the real first. I think the real first like Switch kind of sort of yeah. Well, well, they just did the yeah they did the Game Boy attachment that you could put in the bottom of the controller, which was the only only way of uh, Game Boy of having like a Game Boy um, the Super Game Boy type thing for sixty-four, but only for Pokemon, where you could play it on the TV. But yeah. That's the future. Nintendo's been pushing this for so long, and they've been trying to make it work. They're always like a step behind in technology, willfully. So, so maybe they can, it's so they gotten can do to the, all the other stuff. Yeah, it's gotten to that point where they either they're investing in some kind of crazy, awesome new 
chip that's going to make it really good, or it just doesn't matter anymore because the technology is progressive. Yeah, well, we will you know, see. You know, we'll with the, see for with sure. The power of a high-end smartphone, they can run really good games. Or you know, what is it? Supposedly, they're not skimping on the power. That's another rumor, and that's coming from like Ubisoft, I think. Yeah. Well, there didn't, was a didn't Ubisoft say like they've got uh, something that's going to really excite people, like some secret IP. Yeah, that was something I forgot to mention in the news earlier. Was there was yeah they were saying that they had some sort of thing that's that's really cool that they that they have possibly a new IP that'll like showcase whatever is happening with this new system. Is it zombie? Is it zombie U or zombie Switch? Is what it's called. <laughs> zombie 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 Switch too. Well, because uh, Ubisoft, you know they. They had the rabbits games for Wii. They've always been big supporters of Nintendo. Like they had. Did you know, they the... do uh, Feel the Magic? No, they didn't do. That. No, that was Sega. Sega was uh, Feel the Magic. There were rabbits in that. Yeah, Raving Rabbits was was Ubisoft and Zombie. And the Ubisoft was a Zombie U also. So they yeah, they but... put out they they put out stuff from the beginning. Did they do Deus Ex? Ah, uh, Deus Ex is actually a Square game. Believe it or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because if, if when you play when you play a uh, Deus Ex, it's in the future and there's a little I forget like the first the office that you're in at the very beginning of the game. Which I don't know if you have that game, but you should get it. Like because that, that's an awesome game. I played through all of it on PS3, so I didn't get the, I didn't get the Wii U version. But that's a phenomenal game. Like I really like that game a lot. But um, I don't it, think you can download. Can you not download it? I don't you think might so. have to get a physical version. I thought you could download. It. I don't know. I haven't looked into it though. But uh, at the very beginning of it, you find there's like a poster for like Final Fantasy 25, like in one of the office walls. So I thought that was funny. They did like a little like you know future. This is the future Final Fantasy thing. Did did a little shout out. But yeah, it's a Square game, believe it or not. So I don't know why how it ended up on the system, but it's a very good game and it's totally worth playing. Nintendo, as they'd say on the voice chat forum, but uh, the the Final Fantasy 15 is coming out soon. I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is like Star Wars for me. I just I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's I've been defi- disappointed too many times. You know, you're gonna see Rogue Squadron. Or whatever it's called. I wish it was called Rogue Squadron, but <laughs> no, it's a Rogue One. Yeah, I'll see it. It looks it looks better than Seven, so hopefully it won't be as dumb. But we'll see. I don't know. But but yeah, Final Fantasy is like the same sort of thing. It's like I loved. It's like Star Wars. There were three. There were three that were really really good, and then there were some other ones that just didn't do it for me. So that's that's pretty much how I feel about Final Fantasy, and it's and I mean I haven't bought any of their games since I don't know when. I mean even when I bought Final Fantasy VII later, I was disappointed by it. So you know, well they, nine, they have nine. Yeah, nine, I have nine also. I have nine. I played. I nine, played some fantastic. of nine. Yeah, it's okay. It's still it's still no four, five, or six. Those are the ones. Those are the ones that that it's have it. Not, for me. But it's the closest to six you're gonna get. Yeah, I just. Uh, Turning from Final Fantasy to Dragon Quest was like the best thing I ever did. Cause I'll fight anybody on that. Like they're way too, they're like, the Dragon Quest games are much, much better than the Final Fantasy games, I think. Like as, as a whole, like every game is good. You know, <laughs> there's not like two that are good and then the rest of them suck. But that's because, uh, they had the same creative person on all of them. They also that, didn't like invest helps. heavily, like FMV being what made them good. Like, yeah, Final and Fantasy was, took that so serious that they like they bankrupted themselves. With yeah, the they movie. didn't in, they didn't invest in like five minute summon spells. <laughs> Thankfully, well, and they fucked up in, with the movie, and like that's why like they merged with Enix. I think if I remember 
And then, oh, uh, yeah, because they lost a lot of money from Spirits Within. I'd, I'd believe the one, that. The one they came back to Nintendo, if you remember, first game to come out for Nintendo from Square was Tactics, wasn't it? Tactics yeah, it's Texas Advance, yeah. It was. And that came with, like, some kind of grant. Like, Nintendo gave them some kind of grant. It was like, here's a bunch of money, like, big games for us. Yeah. Like, well, I remember they, correctly, it was kind of like a bailout sort of situation. Like, but, sure. with the video but then they did all those uh, re-releases of the Super Nintendo games, which was awesome. They did yeah, the four, and then five, the, they did the 4, 5, and 6 Advance. And then the Crystal Chronicles things where Nintendo... Yeah, yeah they did the weird just Crystal Chronicles stuff. But that was, like, the Nintendo versions of newest Final Fantasy. They were, like, a bunch of Mystic Quests. Sure. You know, better than Mystic. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really that excited. I'm, I'm more excited for Persona 5, actually, than Final Fantasy 15. Supposedly that game's really, really good. And it'd be cool if that would come out for Switch, uh, yes, too. Sir. Well, it's on PS3 also. But it doesn't come out until next year, in February. I still have not played a Persona game. But Tokyo Mirage Session. It's a good, good game. game right? It's a good game. You should play it. <laughs> Are you still playing it, or have you, have you taken a healthy break from it? Um, I haven't played it in a while, but it's in my system right now. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm I'm, I'm, it's going to be the next thing I play for the Wii. I'm going to play that for a while and put Color Splash to the side. That's what, that's what I'm doing. But you got to beat Color Splash because I did. Yeah, I'll, I'll beat it when I'll beat it after I beat Tokyo Mirage Sessions. <laughs> I just I would rather play that game than Color Splash, so I'm going to play that game instead. Color Splash was like for me, it was just kind of like a little mini boot camp. Like I got, I have to beat a game. I have to beat a game. I'm going to fucking sure this game. Holy yeah. shit. I'll, yeah, a lot of people. I'll come back to it. I mean, I'm sort of on a quest to finish the finish the games that I have left on the Wii U, you know, before the Switch. So I'll I'll get to it eventually. But as of right now, I'm just gonna I'll just play Minecraft and Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Those are the ones that are that are my uh, Wii U games for right now. So when is uh when's uh, Sun and Moon coming out? The newest Pokemon game. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's right around the corner too. Like in a couple weeks. I think it's coming out. I think it's coming out after the week after the uh, the NES Classic next week. Pokemon like Sun we, and Moon. We could own NES Classic on the next next podcast. Yeah, we could talk about it next next week. Actually, yeah, November eighteenth. So it comes out a week after the NES Classic. So yeah, well, we could talk. We'll talk about that next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to get one. So we'll do that. But I think as for now, I think we covered Animal Crossing and everything else. Under the sun. Sorry for not. We didn't talk that. a lot about the actual like campiness of the direct, but it was pretty silly. Yeah, it's, well, we talked about that and the fact that I thought it wasn't <laughs> that I thought it wasn't actually a Nintendo thing. I thought some fan had made it because of how incredibly campy it was, and not not to be punny because it took place yeah, in a camp. They're hanging out. With, <laughs> they're hanging out next to some RVs the whole time. Yeah, it's weird. Their mobile area, which hopefully that has something to do with their mobile game too, because it'd be kind of a shame if they don't, if the mobile doesn't go into the mobile, you know. But I, th- I think we're, I think we're good on it. We're, we're yeah. getting close, get close like two hours anyway. But uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode forty-five. We're your hosts, Trey Johnson, Jeremy Mikowski, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we will have an NES classic on our hands, and we'll get to play through some of it, which would be well, really nice. Might have well, to wait outside, but. We'll also know who our new president is. <laughs> oh yeah, and we also damn. might we also might be plotting our uh, escape from the country by then, which who knows? <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's the scariest scary, scary... domain if uh, the apocalypse happens. Yeah, scary, scary, uh, scary future. But hopefully, hopefully we'll be okay. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening to us. 
email us at nintendomain.podcast at gmail.com or go to our YouTube channel, YouTube slash Fingmater, or go to our regular website, nintendomainpodcast.com. Send us an email, uh, rate us on iTunes, download us from whatever system you download from, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya.